Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. New Orleans Bowl is this Saturday, number 16, Louisiana. Second to longest win streak in uh, the FCS, excuse me, the FBS, taking on Marshall. There's also early signing day, as all of you know. They also have a new head coach, Michael Desimo. We talked to him last week. I know he's been doing kind of the, the 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 media circle over the last week. He's been preparing for a bowl game. He's got a lot going on. So with all of that, from the time I talked to you last week, Coach Michael Desimo, we welcome into the show now, to now, how would you describe what the last week has been like for you, Coach? Um. It's been it's been good. First of all, you know, um, we have we have so many people around here that 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 work really hard at their jobs to to make everything go. So it's been good. Um, there's just been a lot of different things. It's been you know it's kind of you know your, your focus refocus. I guess if that makes any sense, you know, it's all right. Here's what's important right now. Here's what we got to work on. You know, these other things are on the back burner. And then uh, once you kind of complete that task, you just got to move on to the next one. So it's just been organizationally just trying to stay organized on what what needs to be done next um but but it's been really good it's been uh it's been fun it's been a lot of a lot of stuff going on but it's been really good I, you know you just made me think of something i want to ask you um your 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 introductory press conference that was open to 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 the public last monday you made a comment about you know uh, in this business, they say whether you win or lose, it doesn't matter when you get home. What matters is that your dad and you said, well, that's not true at our house. My kids let me know when we win or we lose. Right. Everyone had a good laugh. But I got to ask you, Coach, how do you like are you good at sort of flipping that switch? Like whenever, OK, I am home. I need to be present. Or do you always sort of have the switch, I guess, like it's a dimmer? Like, you're home and you're present, but you've still got football on the mind. Like, how do you do that balance when you have weeks like the last one has been like? You know, unfortunately, this week I probably probably haven't done a great job of flipping it off whenever I got home. Um, you know, I think once you settle into your routine of things and you really get it nailed down, mm-hmm. it's really important to be able to do that uh, to be able to turn it off and to be able to just be, you know, be the dad and be the husband when you're at home. Um, you know, my family's very understanding of it, but, you know, there's always room, you know, to get better at those things because that's really the most important thing um, in my life, no matter what, is always going to be my family and doing it right for them. So right now they're understanding, um, you know, that there's a lot of things going on that are that are after-hours things. But, uh, you know, I think as, as, you know, as an assistant coach, I'd gotten a lot better at, Okay, take care of everything at work. When we get home, it's time to be home. So I've just got to settle into figuring out the best way to do that, you know, in the seat that I'm in now. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there at some point. Sure. It's, uh, obviously, it's, uh, it, in terms of what your routine will look like as a head coach, it's not this week. This week has uh, got just a couple of exceptions in regards to that. You know, Coach Billy Napier, um, your former head coach, would always talk about making sure guys had enough time to be with, you know, their family, but also from an organizational standpoint, you talk about routine. Coach Napier told me a year or so ago that you, and at the time you and, and, and Tim Leger were co-office coordinators that you guys handled a large chunk of that organizational side of whether it be preparation scheduling or whatnot. And that's important, right? To keep the routine as you put it. Can you elaborate a little bit on what that was and now what will that look like? Maybe who will handle that now that you are the head coach of Louisiana? 
So Tim's going to continue to handle that, uh, you know, and he'll do it on his own now. But Tim, Tim's done a, a fantastic job, you know, for a long time. But since I've been able to work with him here the last four years, he's done a great job, um, you know, very professional. Um, you know, he understands what needs to be done. The guy takes care of his business. You know, there's never uh, – you're never worried about that. You know, I think I think the biggest thing for us, which has been and continues to be, is meaningful time. Um, you know, you can stay up here, you know, you can stay up here as long as you want, and, and putting in just being present doesn't mean that you're doing work. And I think that's the thing that, you know, you try to schedule your day out every day and try to make sure that you've got the important things, you know, at the top of the list. Um, you know, they say there's never enough time in the day to do everything, but there's always enough time to do the most important things. So, you know, you just every day it's you got to sit down and you got to map it out and plan it out. And Tim understands what's important here. Um, and I think the biggest the biggest thing for us is that you just got to make sure the time counts uh, because, you know, nobody wants to just sit in an office and just guard their desk all day. You know, whenever we're here, we're going to work really hard at it, but I want, I want everybody to be go home too. I want to go home too. You know, I mean, at night, I want to go see my kids. I like to see them in the morning. So, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to work when it's time to work and, and we're going to, we're going to get out of there. Cause I think the quality of life, um, is, is really good, you know, here, obviously living in Lafayette, but I think we can make it where we've got a little bit more time than, than some other places and some other ways to do it. You talk about, you know, working while you're at work, making sure you're present, not just sitting in the office. I I, I doubt you even had time to move into the new office yet. Have, have you, or, or is that coming later? Well, so, you know, it's funny you say that. I wasn't going to at all. I was like, well, I was just going to wait until after this bowl game and be done with all that. And then they're like, well, you know, Coach Wingard, he goes, well, we got official visits this weekend. He goes, so you got to go. You got to move into that office. So, so stayed up here. I was late one night up here trying to get stuff moved in. And the next day, Coach Wingard came, came in and, all, and told me that I didn't have enough stuff moved in. So we had to call in the big guns. Uh, Lindsay and the kids came over after school one day, and they – hung up some stuff for me on the walls and moved some, some stuff for me. So um, her and coach, coach Winger has some guys, has some guys, you know, uh, Todd Noel and some guys in his office that helped her. So they, they moved me in while I was on the road recruiting. So when I came back, I had a, a move in ready office. So that, that was kind of nice. Good stuff. Uh, Louisiana head football coach, Michael Desimo is our guest right now. I'm going to ask you about the New Orleans bowl in just a moment, but when a new head coach arrives, or in your case is promoted, it's normal for there to be a lot of stories about the person. Uh, there's been a lot about mm-hmm. Michael Desimo, the person, this week. Um, I, you know, as busy as you are, I'm not sure you've had time to read any of them, but there's there's stuff yeah. in there about um, you know your playing days, whether it be UL, whether it be as you know little league, whether it be high school. Um, a lot about the injuries you played through. My question is, what is the most painful injury you've ever suffered, whether it be on or off the field? Well, you know, the ATV accident I was in was probably the scariest for sure. Um, you know, that was, that was one that, you know, um, whenever you, you have an injury like that and you have that much kind of, you know, trauma, you know, to your body, you, that, that, that'll scare you a little bit. So I guess that was probably the worst one. Now that was, see, I remember now that I remember when you were in college and someone told me that you had mm-hmm. been, I think they said in a motorcycle accident. So obviously they were wrong. It was ATV. Now I've never, I've never yeah. asked you about it. I know some folks see 
you know, a scar on your face. Um, what 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 happened there, Coach? I'm sorry to make you maybe relive the trauma, but I mean, folks are going to be curious, and uh, I, you know, let's 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 just get it out of the way now. Well, it sounds like a plan. Yeah. So, so it's actually it was after uh, my redshirt freshman year. We were in uh, in Austin, Texas, with uh, Eric Jones. He was a tight end for us. I don't know if you remember him. I do. Um, and so we were out in Austin, and we were uh, we were out there. We were, you know, we were shooting skeet and doing some things like that. We were going to go make a deer hunt in the afternoon, and Eric was driving. Um, you know, we're in a side-by-side ATV. And he was kind of looking off to the left side on the driver's side, kind of looking down this ravine to see if they had any deer in there. We were, you know, we were going pretty fast, and he started to kind of veer off the off the trail a little bit. And uh, we kind of went into some brush, and they had a sawed-off branch that was probably about, you know, big around as your fist, um, where they'd cut it, you know, to make the trail. And, uh, you know, whenever I saw it, I kind of ducked out of the way and it, it hit me right on the side of the face, basically. And, uh, but I kind of moved. So it kind of grazed and it hit the headrest on the back of the ATV and kind of spun us around. And, um, you know, basically long story short, without getting too, uh, too, too gruesome, uh, you know, my face, it was kind of like a C shaped cut basically from my bottom lip all the way around the side of my face. And, uh, for about two inches, kind of keeping that part basically connected. Um, so you know, it was uh, I say it was pretty uh, it was pretty gruesome. It was uh, you know, there were there was a lot of stitches involved in getting that thing back together. Jeez, man. Um, well, it, it's it's a story I'm sure you've had to tell uh, a couple of times, but. Uh, yeah. you know, I mean, your high school sweetheart stayed with you after, and now she's your wife. So obviously, it you know, it didn't it didn't mess up your face that much. Well, it just says the kind of person she is. I think it did mess me up pretty good, but <laughs> but she uh, <laughs> no, she she was awesome the whole time. Oh, uh, just trying to bring some brevity to it. I mean, that's that's a serious thing, and uh, I'm glad you're okay. I remember in college when <clears throat> I think you and Jerry were hanging out somewhere, Jerry Babb, and um, yep. and yep. I saw you guys. I, it was legend or something a friend of mine's like yeah mike got in a i think he said motorcycle accident i had never heard the details of it but atv with eric jones um uh it didn't it didn't it didn't change how you played football though coach you still you still went out there and um i don't know i mean maybe you ride atvs like you play football but i hope that's not how you drive to and from work just be careful out there uh, speaking of, let's yeah. transition into the New Orleans Bowl schedule. Uh, when when does the team leave, and and how do you balance Bowl Week prep with early signing day, which is uh, which is coming up on Wednesday? Yeah, so you know, I think the biggest thing is we had a really good official visit weekend this weekend. Um, you know, we we we've got obviously some uh, everyone knows. You know, we're missing some some personnel and some people around here. Um, that usually do a lot with official visits and, and really our day-to-day operation. But like I said, the, you know, the, the men and women in this building stepped up and absolutely killed it, and uh, we had a great weekend. So that's a big thing with the early signing period. Today is actually it goes dead again. Um, so, you know, no one can go on the road or anything until, you know, till after, you know, the new year. So, you know, I think what you're doing is you're just kind of, staying in touch, making sure things are all still, you know, lined up so that you get them all signed up on Wednesday. Um, and then from there, you know, I mean, everything else, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of on your mind and that's on your daily to do's. But, you know, I mean, really, like I said in, in the press conference the first time, our, our focus is on this team 
and these kids right here. So we're, we're excited about giving them a great experience in New Orleans. We're going to leave on Tuesday. Um, we'll stay all the way through Saturday night after the game. And, um, you know, one thing about this place, and, and I've said it before, you know, with Dr. Maggard and his crew and Dr. Sabwa, everything that they do has a student athletes first. And um, these bowl games are no exception. Um, a lot of really, really cool things for them. A lot of opportunities. There's a service, uh, you know, basically a service project opportunity we get to do. There's practice in the Superdome, um, you know, and then there's, there's, there's time for them on their own to spend some time in New Orleans to get to kind of walk around and see some things. And, you know, we, we want to make this a fun and a memorable experience for them because they're the ones who earn these opportunities. It's been, um, you talk about the importance of routine. I know for them, you guys have done the best job you could to sort of keep that routine from the Sunbelt Conference Championship game to now and, and into Saturday. But with all of the you know, ancillary things and, and everything else happening around the program. How do you keep them focused? Or I guess, I guess, strike that perfect balance, Coach. Right of enjoying the experience, but but keeping that focus on going to win a football game. I mean, you guys have the second and longest win streak in 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 college football, certainly at the at the FBS level, anyway. And if Cincinnati, if they don't win the national championship with a win over Marshall, you guys would carry that into next season know how much pride these guys take how do you focus on getting the ultimate goal but striking that balance of hey with everything else going on you still got to enjoy yourself this week well you know i think that we work too hard to not have fun um and i think there's there's always you know our guys do a really good job i mean these kids you know, when you think about midweek schedules, you know, and, and the games in the middle of the week and the, the five-day turnaround games that we have and, you know, and, and fall camp and, and early in the season, you've got hurricanes, all these things that they they just, they adjust and, you know, they know what's important. They understand that this game is another opportunity. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I think they're pretty motivated about this game. Um, you know, unfortunately, all the talk about our team has been about coaches and not about these players, mm-hmm. which um, is not fair to them. Um, and so I, I think they're pretty motivated to go out there and, and prove that, you know, that they're ready to go and that they're a pretty good team. And, you know, the thing I told them is that, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, who's going to be the one calling the play or who's going to be the one calling the timeouts for us. It's about those guys, and it always has been. Um, and everybody here would say that, and it still is. So I think they're pretty motivated to go out there and go finish this thing the right way. There are a few individuals in the program that were at UL prior to, to Billy Napier's tenure, and they were there when Coach Mark Hudspeth and his staff were there. You were one. Levi Lewis is one. What what has the senior quarterback taught you over the years, uh, Mike, in, in you know what makes him the player that he is? You know, I think Levi just confirms everything that, that you believe as a coach. You know, you believe that the guys that work really hard are going to be successful. You believe the guys that are really humble and that play for their teammates are going to be successful. You believe that kid will play for somebody who does all everything the right way. And you believe that, you know, we talk about intangibles all the time. You know, you, you, everybody wants, you know, this recruiting world, right, you know, which is so flawed as it is, right, but everybody wants this 6'5 quarterback that's got a rocket arm that can 
throw it through, you know, my old coach used to say, throw it through a car wash and not get wet, uh, you know, can run, can do all these things. And Levi just is, is, proved, is proven um, and, and really just reaffirm the things that you believe that it's more about the person and the competitor and the leadership qualities and the type of person that it is than anything else. And to watch Levi go about it has just been, you know, for me to get to sit back and see it, you know, obviously I didn't coach him every day. Uh, man, to say I have the most respect for him, I mean, that's an understatement. That guy does things the right way. He's the hardest worker. He's the first one in. He's the last one out. He is locked in as can be. He's a great teammate. He builds people up. He'll confront them when they need to be confronted. I mean, Levi's got it all. Coach Michael Desimo, Louisiana Raging Cajun head football coach, our guest. It's the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What does Marshall bring to the table, Coach? What have you seen on them in film, and uh, and, and where are they going to be a big challenge? Marshall's a good football team now. Um, you know, I, I remember watching them play at State um, on TV, and you're watching that game after it was over. You're kind of like, ooh, you know, that might, might have should have went the other way. Um, you know, defensively, they're a big, long, um, athletic group on defense. They got, you know, they're really big up front. They're, they're long. They they play good ball. Their linebackers run to the football. You know, they've got a newcomer of the year on defense. All conference players at linebacker. Um, you know, they've got a big uh, boundary safety that does a really good job. He gets in there and fits the run and, and flies around a little bit. You know, and um, defensively, you know, I'm very familiar with Lance Gidry. Um, He's a really, really good football coach. Um, been doing it a long time, and, and you know he get, he's going to have those guys ready to play. They're going to play with some energy and some effort. That that is one thing you know for sure. Um, you know, offensively, you know, I mean they've got some guys now on offense. You know, the quarterback was freshman of the year last year. He's got a lot of ability. I mean, really talented young player. The running back, you know, they're they're kind of they start right there, right with with the run game and trying to make it happen. And then you know they've got two outside receivers that to me or, or a little bit of a catalyst for them, you know, they can mix it up and they can get it going with the, uh, in the run game and get the ball to those guys on the outside and kind of get it rolling. They're, they're tough to beat. So, you know, they've got some weapons out there on offense, um, good offensive line, you know, their centers, their leader. He's the one who's going to be playing in a bowl game, um, you know, a postseason bowl game for, as a senior. Um, so they've got good players. Uh, they always do. You know, I think going seven and five in, in the first year with the new staff—that's, that's, you know, that, that's that's no small no small task. You know, we've we've been there. Um, that's hard to do. So I think they're a program that's on the rise. I think they're playing. Uh, you know, they've been playing pretty good ball in defense. You know, and I think uh, for us it'll be a it'll be a good game. We're excited about getting to play them. Anytime you get to cross over with uh, another conference, um, that's always fun. And then, you know, the fact that they'll be a familiar foe here. Um, very shortly, you know, there's always a lot of things go into it that make this an exciting game for us. You mentioned Marshall's offense, Coach. They're averaging 34 points a game, and uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Tony, one of the coaches that, that is in Florida now, what is the plan, at least for Saturday's game, in terms of Louisiana's defense and, and who will serve as the coordinator for New Orleans Bowl? So Coach Wes Neighbors is going to call the defense. Um you know, Wes, uh, this this is his first year on the staff with us, but Wes has played in a very similar system, um, kind of coaching similar systems to this. So, you know, we feel, you know, we feel good about it. But, you know, like anything, you know, 
like you know, we say it all the time. The rest of these guys on defense, the defensive staff, the, the quality control guys on and off the field, you know, but they've just hit the ground running like nothing's happened, you know, and they just kind of, all right, next guy up, next guy doing it, and um, I have all the faith in the world in those guys, and I know, uh, you know, I'm up here with them. I know the time that they put in, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for them to get to go out there and do it, you know, and our kids, I know. Our kids, our kids are going to step up and they're going to play even better than they have, you know, because I know they know what's on the line. They know kind of everything that's been going on, and and they're going to be they're going to be chomping at the bit to do it. Coach Michael Desimar, guest Louisiana Rage Occasion at football coach. Only a few more for you. I um, wanted to ask you a little bit more about the staff. You told me last week that you weren't going to rush to make any decisions about the staff just to get something done quickly, right? You're going to right. take your time. A lot going on this week, right? After the bowl game at some point, you'll settle and, and make sure that the staff is, is the way you guys, you know, uh, think is, is going to serve the program best. Is is there any aspect of Saturday's game that could be an audition in some aspects as far as potentially filling a role, or, or would that be putting too much into just this single game coming up on Saturday? Yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you could do that. You know, I mean – you know, I don't think you could do that in, in one game, especially, you know, not to get too much into it, but especially with all the things that have, sure. that have you know, all the moving parts that have happened in the last week and yeah. a half, you know, yeah. so, so I, I don't, I don't, I really don't see it that way. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it would be fair <clears throat> to judge someone's performance off of, you know, really one week in, in a week that they really don't have time to get things set up the way they want to. So I, I don't really see it that way. Uh, you know, obviously, you just you kind of watch the things that they've done over time, um, and and you know, and the way that they handle their business over time. And I think that's more important to me. You know, the term we use over here is it's a body of work over time. It's not a, you know, it's not a single result or a single thing. Yeah, I, I, one hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm not on the inside like you, but but I've I've told fans that for years when. You know, maybe a coach is promoted after a bowl game. They're like, oh, well, they played good in the bowl game. I'm like, I don't think that really had much to do with the decision. You know, I think it's the fact no. that they had already been on the staff yeah. for years and the leadership of that, you know, program. But win or lose in those kinds of situations, I think there is a bit too much emphasis put into, you know, what it means for the future of a coach or an individual. Last question on coaches, uh, on your staff. Okay. I know with your, your contract – a big part of it was that 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 I know fans were curious about. Certainly, me as well was the salary pool for the assistants, and it was two and a half million for Coach Napier, and it's going to be the same for you. Doctor Magger told us that last week um, when you were talking about, uh, you know, when you were interviewing for the job. I'm how sorry, much? I lost you for a second. Okay, sorry. So basically, I'll get right to it. How much was the salary pool remaining the same for assistants? How big a part of that was when you were talking to Dr. Maggard about possibly becoming the head coach, and, and how important do you think it is to continue the success that UL has risen to, unprecedented success here over the last couple of seasons? Listen, you're, you're only as good as your help. I mean, and, and, and in what we do, you know, you, you can try to micromanage it all you want to, um, but you, it's not, you're not going to be very successful. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts in, in what we do. And there's a lot of people that you have to trust to do their jobs. And, you know, the salary pool is, is tremendously important because 
you know, it lets you keep people here. It lets you, you know, get quality people here and it allows you to keep them. I mean, you know, I say it all the time, you know, when Coach Napier hired that first staff, there wasn't quote-unquote big names on that staff, right, you know, that people would have, you know, splash-type hires. But as things got rolling, you know, a lot of our guys on staff have had a lot of opportunities throughout the years, and he was able to keep them because, you know, the universities made the commitment to, to, to the salary pool. So, you know, and that's things that people don't know and understand, but it's huge for us. And, um, you know, I think that it's really important to continue that type of structure and the type of, you know, support system we have around us because nobody wants to stay the same and surely nobody wants to go backwards. So, you know, it's, if you do things the right way, you've never made it, you know, if that makes any sense, you're constantly trying to make, and you're constantly trying to improve your processes and you're constantly trying to get a little bit better at things that you look around and say, I think we could do a better job at that. And, you know, you can't do that if you're going backwards uh, with the support system and the structure and the way that, you know, you don't get the same product if you say, hey, you know, we're, uh, you know, we had this support, we had this salary pool for the staff, we're going to pay them half of it, but we should get the same result. I mean, you know, that's just, that's hard to, that's hard to imagine being able to do that. So it's been huge for them to make that commitment to our assistant coaches. Final football question, coach, and it'll be the most basic uh, slow pitch, very, you know, it would be impossible probably for you to not give at least some kind of coach speak when it comes to a question like this, but how do you get the win Saturday night against Marshall? We got to go out there and we got to put our kids in a position to have success. We have a good football team. We've got kids that play really hard for each other and play hard for this university. They are going to be excited about playing in New Orleans. You know, um, when we told them we were going to the Orleans Bowl, um, I actually got to break that news to them. They were fired up about it. Um, it's been it's been a heck of a last few weeks for everybody around here. And for these kids to get to go out there, I, we just need to go put them out there, put them in position to make some plays, and put them in position to go out there and execute. And, uh, you know, I fully believe in that locker room and in these coaches that we're going to be able to do that and we're going to be able to go out there and uh, have a whole lot of fun in New Orleans. 8.15 from the Caesars Superdome. Guys, you can get your tickets. Go to RagingCajuns.com. Louisiana taking on Marshall. Last question. I like to end it with non-football-related questions. What is your favorite Christmas movie of all time, Coach? Oh, it's got to be Home Alone, I think. That was whenever I was a kid growing up. You know, Home Alone was, you know, that, that was kind of It still holds up, too. Deal, you know? It's still good, too. I mean, my six-year-old thinks it it's hilarious, and then, you know, I wonder why he laughs every time I accidentally get need in the nuts or something so you know when you watch right. home alone as a kid it's hilarious and then i don't know watching my kids watch it now i still laugh about it there's some it's good all right I, I like it i like it coach best of luck this week i know how busy you are appreciate you taking uh, a chunk of your schedule to to visit with us i know the fans listen they certainly enjoy hearing your perspective on things safe travels to new orleans enjoy the week and uh, we look forward to seeing you over there after the game on saturday night Sounds good, Scott. Thank you, man. Appreciate you having me. You got it. That is Louisiana Raging Cajun head football coach Michael Desermo. We certainly appreciate him coming on. Uh, West Neighbors will coach the defense. We learned a lot in that conversation. I like it. Uh, looking forward to talking to Coach Moore in the coming years, and uh, we'll probably visit with him one more time a week from the day uh, about the game and 
Again, Louisiana gets the win. That will be 13 in a row. And if Cincinnati does not beat Alabama or win the national championship, if they beat Alabama against either Georgia or Michigan, then with a win over Marshall, Louisiana will have the longest active winning streak in the FBS heading into the twenty twenty uh, twenty uh, the twenty twenty two season. Be a nice little, nice little skin to put on the wall. Nice little thing to carry into the off season. This is an important game Saturday night, and I like Coach Dez's point about. You know, unfortunately for these players, so much of the coverage has been about the coaches, you know, about coaches lately and not them. And he's right. And I think he understands why. I think everyone understands why. And that's where a lot of the stories have been. Coach Napier leaves. Coach Desimo's promoted from within. Who's staying? Who's going? Learn more about Coach Des that maybe you didn't know before, even though he is a native son of the program. You know, there are some players on this team. Shout out Chauncey Manack, who's going to uh, got an invite to the NFLPA game. A lot of players that are going to be vying for the NFL draft when the season ends. A lot of them that have put a lot of equity, a lot of hard work into the program. And this will be their last time wearing a Louisiana uniform. Again, all this talk from some folks about, well, this game and who they're playing – Louisiana is a five-point favorite. It's this Saturday night. It's the Arnell Carriers New Orleans Bowl. And outside of 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 Coach Desermo and Troy Winger, the director of football operations, there is no one else on that staff or in that locker room that has been part of a New Orleans Bowl before. This is a new experience. I mean, Dr. Maggard is, I mean, he, he wasn't the, the AD the last time the Cajuns were in the New Orleans Bowl against Southern Miss. The one loss that they've ever had in the New Orleans Bowl, 4-1 and one all time. This is a new experience for them, and this is an opportunity for them to head into the season ranked very high, possibly in the top 15 of the human polls. I think with a win, you certainly are. Top 20 of the college football playoff polls and carry the longest win streak in college football into the offseason. Marshall's a team that can score a lot of points. It's going to be fun on Saturday. That's going to do it for our uh, segment here with Coach Michael Desimo.